Hello everybody and welcome back. As you can hear, I have a voice again, which is good. My mouth is still healing and I still have stitches that haven't dissolved yet, but I can definitely talk a lot better and I'm starting to be able to eat normal foods again, so that is a big win. But we're not here to talk about that stuff. We're here to talk about movies. And I have definitely got to make up for last week because that was so bad, but I didn't want to come on and not do anything. And then I actually have a double apology. It's this late on a Tuesday and I'm just now getting my show up. So many things have been going on this week and I do want to just sincerely apologize because I am so sorry about that. But we're going to go ahead and jump right in here with, oh, before I forget, <laughs> that's so silly of me. For my new listeners, I'm the deputy of moviedeputy.com. And for my returning listeners, thank you so much. If you haven't done so already, please like and subscribe so you can always get the latest and greatest Movie Deputy content with all of our upcoming movies, our movie recaps, and of course our bonus episodes. And we've got some really cool ones coming up soon. And I've actually got to talk about a bonus that I was talking about around Christmas of some changes that needed to be made on some things. And I'm going to be touching on those at some of my other episodes as well coming up. So definitely you want to come along for this ride because it's going to be a lot of fun. Last week I had mentioned about Belle and Scream and I told you I was going to talk more about those this week. But before I get too deep into those, I want to touch on their scores. With Belle, I did give it a 6 out of 10 on the deputy scale. Now, here's why I'm going to explain. Now, please forgive if you hear a lot of background noise. I've got one of my deputy mascots in here keeping me company. Mr. Batero, who I lovingly call Airy. But yeah, he is kind of a handful tonight. And he didn't want to let Mommy come in the office. So <laughs> he's in here with me. But with Belle, it's a young girl named Suzu. And her she was really close with her mom. And they would always sing. And they were really happy together. But then when something happened, her mom ended up risking her life to save this other child and unfortunately lost her life in the process. So after that, Suzu just could, didn't have the heart to sing anymore because she just felt betrayed of how could her mother risk her own life for a child that wasn't even her own. And so she, it was just a lot of really betrayal and really mixed feelings on that. And here she is. She's getting grown up. She's in her teens. She's in high school. I don't know. I don't remember if it mentions her age or not. I don't think it does. But so this whole time, she has not been able to sing. But Tarot, please stop chewing on that. <laughs> Again, sorry about that. But because of that trauma, she just has not been able to find her voice. And then the world of you comes along. It's the letter U. And it's a world where you can truly be yourself. It's kind of like the virtual world that was in Ready Player One a little bit, but different in sorts. And her character in, in this U is... The English translation of her name is Belle, with it being Suzu. And so she creates her name Belle in this new universe. And in this universe, she feels free to sing again. She doesn't feel hindered by life and everything else that's going on around her. Kind of with her voice and everything like that. Please forgive me, my brain is scatterbrained tonight. But she ends up really being popular in this U universe. And she like gained a lot of popularity to the point that she puts on concerts. And I mean, she's like this huge superstar in, within this universe. But nobody knows who she is in the real world. And who would have guessed that she's this quiet, shy high school girl? But as it plays out, there's this dragon that comes into one of her concerts and disrupts everything. Throughout this whole process, it she kind of ends up going back to the castle. She ends up finding him and going to find And along the way, it very much feels a lot. Like a little bit of Beauty and the Beast. It, you'll definitely understand the feel if you watch the movie. And as it all plays out, 
she understands why this beast is the way he is. And she has to do something to help because it's about a much deeper meaning of why this dragon is almost just mean or borderline evil in a way. It's like, is he really the villain or is there something else more to it? And it turns out there's actually a lot more to it. And with some friends of hers, she ends up tracking it down or tracking it, tracking him down, almost coming to his rescue instead of him coming to her rescue. Now, that may sound a little bit confusing, and this movie was a little bit all over the place, but if you were really paying close attention to the details throughout, it really deals with a lot of really tough issues of single parents losing a parent to a traumatic situation, high school bullies feeling out of place in high school, the whole thing with stardom and hackers and this virtual universe and then her relationship with her, her her dad and she's almost estranged from him and then this relationship with this person that's represented as this dragon and that kind of goes down a whole other path of abuse in the home and like it deals with a lot of really tough issues this definitely is not a movie for the faint of heart it is it deals with very difficult issues i was hoping it was going to be more family friendly i would definitely recommend it more for late teens or even young adults this definitely is not the type of story for our young child even though it is an animation as an anime movie it's just not what you would what you would think it would be and i was almost hoping it was going to kind of go down the path of like gem and the holograms a little bit just because the whole pink hair and the stardom and all that and it really didn't go down that path really at all with this what it did do it was very powerful in what it did it's difficult to watch and even more difficult to discuss and not necessarily me discussing it with you just the whole family interaction discussion that can be difficult when it comes to difficult topics so if you know somebody that's struggling with that this might be a good movie to maybe open that door and let them know that they can have a voice and they can find their voice and that they're not alone. Now we're going to go ahead and talk about the new Scream movie. If you are a fan of the Scream franchise, this is one you might want to check out. If you have not been a fan of the Scream franchise or of the other Scream movies, definitely avoid this one as, I mean, run far, run far as fast as you can. It's not completely horrible, but it is completely forgettable to the point where I even had to look back at my notes to refresh my brain on what this one kind of touched on. And like I said, I always take notes during the movies. But this new Scream, I only gave it a 4 out of 10. And to be honest, that was even being generous with this one. As in the typical Scream movies, there is somebody who is ghost-faced, terrorizing people. And they're doing all of this back in the name of the town, which I cannot remember. And I don't have it in my notes, so my apologies. But they get Sydney to come back. But Sydney doesn't just come back on her own. Dewey is actually the first one that gets involved with these people. And they're talking about this whole thing of who the that ghost face could be and why they're terrorizing people again. And to be honest, if you're paying attention, you can figure out who... The whole ghost face and the accomplice, well, as with the rest of them, there's always an accomplice. Pretty much you can figure out who they, who this person is in the first 10 minutes if you're even paying attention. And from there on, it's just kind of watching it all play out. It is 
it's contrite, it is just, it's like they're trying too hard to make another sequel. This one, uh, one of the main characters from all of the other movies, one of the main um, characters with Sydney and with Dewey and with Gail, let's just say one of them doesn't come out of this alive, I'm not going to ruin it just for which one. But like I said, the whole thing just really tries way too hard. And you may be wondering exactly how this ties back into the other ones. And sorry about the, sorry about my phone. But the way that this kind of ties back in is it tries to be fresh with its idea, but it just really falls short. <laughs> is it really going to be anything worth even discussing? Probably not. Like I said, if you're a fan of the movie, you're going to maybe want to check this out. If you were never fans of the Scream franchise, you're really not missing much. And that's really <laughs> just, it's it's just disappointing. <laughs> and I was really hoping for a lot more. I think the best score I've ever given a Scream movie was only a five and a half. But this one has the lowest score I've ever given a Scream movie. And like I said, this one's even being generous. I was leaning towards low mid threes at first but then I was like hmm and my scores pretty much they for the most part stay the same I've only ever altered the score on maybe one or two movies out of the over 1600 movies that are on movie deputy or sorry 1700 movies plus that are on moviedeputy.com and it takes a lot for me to really change a score and to really change what I initially thought about the movie but there is one movie here that I definitely want to touch on that I completely actually gave it a different score than the one I was going to start with. I had given Encanto just a 6.75 back in November. And honestly, I've watched the movie a few times since then. And there's just something about it. So on Encanto, I'm actually going to be adjusting my score and I'm going to have to adjust it on MovieDeputy.com as well. But we're going to go from a 6.75 to a 7.75. Now, you may be wondering why I did that. And I'm going to kind of explain that a little bit. And I know we weren't planning on talking about Encanto today, but I really want to touch on it. There was a movie called Inside Out that Disney Pixar released a few years back. And it was a movie dealing all with emotions and how to deal with those emotions and how to process those emotions in a healthy way. What a lot of people don't realize is basically Encanto is doing the same thing. Each of the characters in Encanto represents somebody in the whole family dynamic. Somebody in the whole family dynamic. And like I said, you really got, you don't necessarily pick it up the first couple times you watch it, but the more you watch it, the more you see it play out. You see the person who almost has to be perfect and everything to even fit in. The person who carries the weight of everybody else's stuff on their shoulders. The person who is observant and isn't afraid to call people out on stuff, but then they're the outcast of the family. And then you've got the person who's just trying hard to fit in with everybody else that maybe doesn't have something that sets them apart. And then you have the matriarch or patriarch of the family who is just trying to hold it all together. And then you watch how all of that plays out. And there's so much more to it than that. But like I said, when I first watched this, I didn't necessarily pick up on that. But after I've rewatched it over and over again, it is quickly becoming a favorite of mine for a lot of different reasons. So if that is one that you have not checked out yet, it is on Disney Plus and it is, I'm, I think it's available on a lot of the other platforms too, where, that, available to rent or buy, but it is just 
an absolute treasure of a movie. Like I said, if you haven't checked it out yet, this is one you might want to check out. Another thing I want to add, if you've been paying attention, is if you had seen Luca, which Luca came out earlier in 2021, and one of the big things in Luca was Silencio Bruno. And one of the biggest things in Encanto is the whole, I'm sure you've heard the song by now, is we don't talk about Bruno. And so for those that haven't quite picked up on that, that's just kind of a little Easter egg that I definitely had to touch on. But we are not done there. We all or I only got one movie watch this last weekend and I know shame on me just recovering from my tooth and just everything else and I watched a couple other movies here at home just to kind of kill time not ones I was even paying that much attention to so I didn't bother reviewing those but the one I did review is called The Tiger Rising. Now I gave this movie a 7.25 out of 10 on the deputy scale. And the Tiger Rising, I think it's important to touch on the note that if you are a, an animal lover or somebody really sensitive to movies like My Dog Marley or things or Old Yeller, where it's an amazing movie about an animal, but then something happens to the animal in the end, or it just rips your heart out or you can't handle that type of thing, then this one might not be for you. Just... I mean, I kind of knew coming into this, and I hadn't seen it at all, but movies that play out like this, you just know something is going to happen. And even though I was expecting it, it took ripped my heart out of my chest, shredded it into about a thousand pieces, and just kind of just put it all back in, in that shape. And I was bawling like a baby. I'm not even ashamed to admit that. It's like, it just kind of tore my heart out. But it what this movie isn't just about the tiger. The movie is actually about a young boy. And this boy, he suffers from eczema or something similar. And in his community and in his school, everybody thinks it's contagious. And so he's actually sent home because it's just, he's broke out really bad and everything from it. But in this whole mess of things, he ends up finding an unexpected friend. And this friend comes across as a young girl who is very torn in life and she's almost a bit of a bully herself. She's just kind of got a chip on her shoulder, but she's been through a lot with her own family as well. And they kind of find a strength within each other. And I don't know if you remember me talking about this one in the upcoming movies podcast, but I was kind of hoping it was going to play out maybe a little bit like My Girl. That really dates me. That goes back to the 90s. But... (laughs) And this one, they really share a special bond and a special relationship. He lives in a motel with his dad, and his dad works at the motel. And then she lives with her mom, because the the whole situation with her dad is just really complicated, but that's explained in the movie. And so they're at this hotel, but the owner of this hotel, finds, the young boy finds out that he has a tiger. The owner of the hotel is like, hey, I've got all this on my plate. Do you want to earn two dollars a time for feeding this tiger for me and the kid's like oh yeah this is awesome but immediately he knows he wants to release this tiger and set it free because nobody deserves to live like that and the this his new young friend even helps him and kind of how they end up in that whole process and that whole freedom of setting it free it's really an emotional thing because they're not just setting the tiger free they're setting something free within themselves there's the whole concern of, are they going to get eaten if they let it go? I mean, this is, it's a tiger. I mean, they, they eat meat. And what are humans made out of? Meat. 
but this one as that all plays out and then you see what happens as the tiger runs and then you hear you hear a sound and you know instantly what that sound means and your heart just sinks it just grabs a hold of you and between this and bell i was pretty much of a mess beside the whole thing with my tooth i would definitely recommend this one even if you were like the disclaimer I gave at the beginning, if you're super sensitive to that and can't handle that, this isn't the movie for you. But movies like that, that can just reach in and touch you in a certain way. Like I said, if you're super sensitive to it, this is not going to be for you. But if you think you can handle it after you, well, since you kind of know what to expect, this might be one worth checking out. I know I'm really glad I watched it and I'm sure I will watch it and rewatch it over and over again once it comes out on instant video because this is the type of movie that you're going to pick up something else and something new every time you watch it just because of the way it plays out and such a powerful story of finding your voice as a child when the world is when there's nothing you can control in the world and so you try your best to control the situation just kind of how that all plays out not all these stories have a happy ending at least not in the traditional sense but what they do do is touch you and leave a mark on your heart that you're going to remember for a long time. And that is about it for the movies this week that we're going to be talking about. I am excited to see the movies that are going to, we're going to be talking about the upcoming movies this weekend. That will, of course, be Thursday's show and hopefully I won't be so late getting that one up. <laughs> I know, shame on me. It's like after 8 o'clock tonight here in Central Time Zone. And I'm still working on this program and I'll still have to go through and just do basic edits because I sneezed earlier. It's allergy season year round for me. And with all of my deputy mascots, my kitty cats, I'm actually allergic to cats. And yet I own all of these fluffy, fuzzy babies. I wouldn't trade them for the world, but it's hard to breathe sometimes. As it all plays out and as a whole... I love this, doing this. I love talking to you about these movies and bringing all this information to you to try to help you make up your mind on whether or not these movies are for you or not. And of course, I just, I love what I'm doing with Deputy. It's a lot of fun. I apologize that the website has not been updated a lot lately, but I'm getting there. We're trying to just kind of get a bunch of changes. We're trying to get everything finalized before I make announcements. And it's just a lot of stuff that's happening. But I am always looking forward to the next time I get a chance to come and talk to you. But I'll always be back. Talk to you soon.